0: This is Pulse95. You're listening to the Future Talk Podcast. This is Future Talk. Future Talk. Future Talk with Omya al and Hany Balkes good afternoon ladies and gentlemen it is me honey bell case bringing you future talk the one and only place where you give where we give you all the latest news in tech gadgets ai and everything you need to know about what's happening in technology it is sunday december 27th now i do hope that you guys had a great holiday with the christmas for those who do celebrate it but ladies and gentlemen this is a future talk so let's get right into it ladies and gentlemen we're going to be talking about how fifty thousand plus people are going to be invited for their first New Year's Eve celebration, which will be hosted by Zoom right here in Dubai. That's a big one. Also, dozens are suing Amazon's ring after camera hacks have led to threats. Now, Amazon is under fire once again because of that. And with we're gonna to go to Australia about how they're going to bring in the world's toughest laws to tackle internet trolls. Now, internet trolls are a big thing on the internet, obviously. So Australia is trying to combat those trolls. Now, in following Apple's footsteps, Xiaomi has removed their charger from the retail box. And I'm going to get into that one a lot because obviously a lot, Apple was under fire when they did remove the charger from the box, but Xiaomi has followed in their footsteps. And for our apps all around the world segment, we're talking about Telegram and how, how it has launched a voice chat in their groups. Ladies and gentlemen, lots of going on today right here on Future Talk. so keep Pulse95 locked. Because we'll be right back. Pulse 95. Daily digital news. Bits and bytes connect our world. Pulse. Bits and bytes do connect to our world, ladies and gentlemen. Now, with the COVID-19 pandemic, a lot of us have resulted in using telecommunications Zoom platform a lot. And another a lot of other VIP platforms, whether it's Skype, uh, FaceTime, 2Talk, whatever it was you're using, a lot of us did use it during the pandemic because, obviously, we do want to social distance a lot more. And we do want to kind of be with the guidelines and the precautionary measures to combat COVID-19. But as the holidays are coming up, we do have the New Year's Eve celebrations or New Year's celebrations. And ladies and gentlemen, we know right here in the UAE, we celebrate New Year's Eve a lot. And we have people all over the world coming, especially to Dubai, to watch the Burj Khalifa celebrations for New Year's a New Year's celebration. But again, we are in the COVID-19 pandemic, so how are we actually going to celebrate it? Well, 50,000 people plus are going to be invited to the the first Dubai-NYE celebration, which will be hosted by Zoom. Now, Burj Khalifa has collaborated with Zoom Video Communication to host New Year's Eve celebrations live from the UAE in a global video Zoom call. Now, up to 50,000 people from around the world will be invited to tune in and usher in 2021 on the first ever New Year's Eve celebration, which will be hosted on Zoom. Now, it will be broadcasted live globally on Zoom from 8.30 p.m. local time, right here in the UAE, onwards, which it will feature fireworks, light, and a laser show right here in the UAE. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, I'm very, very, very happy with this one. And I I I love the creativity behind it. Now, we do know a lot of people come or come to the UAE around the holidays to celebrate New Year's, Christmas, whatever you celebrate. They do come because, obviously, it is a great place to celebrate holidays right here in the UAE. So, with the COVID-19 pandemic, a lot of things have come to a halt. Whether it's uh, traveling, celebrating, holidays, whatever you usually do with a group of people, you can't do it as often anymore or at all. So, we're seeing that Dubai and the UAE in general have collaborated with Zoom and are making this 50,000 people Zoom call. I I don't know how that's going to work. I mean, uh, hats off to Zoom for kind of collaborating with that one. Because just thinking about a group of 10 to 15 people, my mind kind of, I can't focus when there's 10 to 15 people in a group chat and people are talking on top of each other. But I do believe that each one will be muted. But, ladies and gentlemen, I will be tuning in right here in the UAE, 8.30 p.m. local time Onwards, And it will feature a lot of things, fireworks, celebrations, maybe a couple of, uh, of talents will be featured on that Zoom call. Let me know your guys' thoughts, 4215 Duet Slots, or on our Instagram, at Pulse95Radio, if whether or not you will be tuning in to that New Year's celebration. But let's go and talk about Amazon. Now, Amazon is under fire once again because dozens have sued Amazon's ring after cameras hacked has led to threats and even some racial slurs. Now, dozens of people who say they were subjected to death threats, racial slurs, and even blackmail after their in-home ring smart cameras were hacked, and they are suing the company over horrific invasions of privacy. Now, ladies and gentlemen, for those who don't know what an Amazon ring is, it's very popular in the U.S. and North America. Obviously, you have type of a gadget that will be placed on your door, Uh, On the door, door of your home or inside of your home, which you do have kind of a camera and you can unlock it or lock it with an app. You don't need a key. So it's kind of more into the futuristic type of era. But obviously, when you do have a computer or any type of thing that is connected to a network, it is subjected to might being hacked. There's a risk on being attacked. Now, a new class action lawsuit, which combines a number of cases filed in recent years, alleges that lax security measures. At ring which is owned by amazon did allow hackers to take over their devices now we do know that ring does provide home security in the form of smart cameras that are often installed on doorbells or inside people's homes now before i continue with this one ladies and gentlemen i would never ever opt to have any camera inside of my home regardless of what kind of valuables i have inside of my house I would never on the doorbell, yes, because obviously number one is going to be uh, the camera will be faced outside of my home, but not inside of my home. I would never do that. Now, the suit against Ring does build on previous cases, joined together complaints filed by more than 30 people and 15 families who do say that their devices were hacked and used to even harass them. And in response to these attacks, obviously Ring did blame the victims and offered inadequate responses and superior explanations. Now, obviously Uh, the plaintiffs also did claim the company has also failed to adequately update its security measures in the aftermath of such hacks now people who could be benefiting from this lawsuit do include the families named in the case as well as any other ring users who have been hacked now the class also does uh, cover the tens of thousands of customers who purchased a ring doorbell between the year of 2015 and 2019 even if they were not hacked. So obviously this lawsuit does cover lots of people. Now, one ring user did say that he was asked through his camera as he watched TV one night. What are you watching? Another does allege that his children were addressed by an unknown hacker through the device who commented on their basketball play and encourage them to approach the camera so obviously this is a big red line this is a big no-no i mean you're having someone random talk to your children talking to me is one thing i'm i'm a man i'm an adult i can kind of handle it okay i understand that we have someone who is hacked into my device but talking to my children that's a big no-no ladies and gentlemen i mean that's as if someone is in your house a stranger a hacker you don't know who that person is so that is a big no-no and in one case an older woman uh, at an assisted living facility was allegedly told you will face something horrific tonight. I mean, ladies and gentlemen, whoever whoever does these type of things, I just want to know like what do you gain from these type of things? And uh, I just I just I, I just do not contone these, these things. Now, Ring has not said who is behind the hacks, and victims say they still do not know who accessed their homes through the devices. But I want to know your guys' thoughts, ladies and gentlemen, 4215 Throat slots or on our Instagram at Pulse95 Radio. What do you think about these hacks? Do you think that the victim is to blame? should ring security be upped or not 4215 door slots or on our instagram at pulse95 radio but i want to give a big shout out to mike tuning in all the way from miami florida he does say that he would never opt for a ring camera inside of his home because of those privacy features or privacy kind of uh, concerns when it does come to amazon's ring Big shout out to Mike. Thank you for tuning in. But again, we're going to be taking a short break. But when we come back, we're going to be talking about Internet trolls and how Australia is going to counterattack those Internet trolls. You're, You're listening, listening to Pulse95. 95. Pulse95. 95. Check this out. Check this out. Pulse95. Ladies and gentlemen, Australia is going to bring in the world's toughest laws to tackle internet trolls. Now, I'm very excited for this story to talk about because number one, you guys know, I am number one anti-bullying. I do feel that a lot of people need to be held accountable for the things they say and the things they post on internet and on the social media. But let's get right into the story. Now, an online safety legislation has proposed in Australia to call for trolls and social media platforms to face huge fines for falling to remove abusive material. Now, the Australian government did announce its plans to crack down on trolls with what Cyber Safety Minister Paul Fletcher does describe as a world-leading online safety framework for seriously harmful content. Now, ladies and gentlemen, we do know on the internet, we do sometimes get uh, content, videos, pictures, even text that isn't the most appropriate or the most ethical. And I do believe that a lot of people send these things without thinking about the other person and what might uh, what kind of uh, uh, feeling this person would have when he sees he or she sees this type of content content. Now, the Australian government does want to tackle on it now under the new rules. The eSafety Commissioner would have the power to direct Internet service providers, social media companies and other online platforms to take down abusive material now among the content which is referred in the proposal is cyber abuse now it does describe it as a material in an ordinary reasonable person would deem would be menacing harassing or offensive and likely and intended to harm an individual now the bill does also refer uh, refer to an abnormal violent material defined as any audio or visual material that records streams now for example we're talking about someone who recorded an act a terrorist attack. Uh, torture, kidnapping, anything of those lines, even verbal abuse. Now, the material must be removed within the time frame of 24 hours, or the e-safety commissioner can require search engines and even app stores to block access to these services, and companies could face fines up to $555,000 for failing to take action after being directed, while individuals just like you and I, can face fines up to $111,000 now. That is a huge amount of money. Now, I wanna ask you guys, before I continue, 4215, do you think that the internet should kind of be that that area where anyone could post anything without the repercussions or with posting something without without repercussions or punishment, and they could just say anything they want? Now, I believe that should not happen. People should be uh, held accountable for the actions and things they post on the internet, as the internet, again, 20 years ago, it was a luxury to have the Internet. Now it is a necessity, and we use the Internet to connect with one another. And we're seeing during the COVID-19 pandemic how much Internet usage has skyrocketed up because of the pandemic. And a lot of people are more on their phones 4215 two Now, the current rules do require action to be taken against abusive or bullying content within 48 hours. Now, sanctions are already in place. For cyberbullying a child but the new proposal does extend this to include adults now ladies and gentlemen i do not like bullying i do not like making fun of other people and i hate it when i see online people making fun of people uh for the way they look the way they act the way they talk because again a lot of people did not ask to be born this way and you always have to put things into consideration now you and i everyone that is listening tuning in right now has gone through trauma in their life no one's life is perfect and so a lot of people use the internet as a safe haven, as somewhere to kind of uh, detach from the real from reality world. And they go on there, and people make fun of them, comment uh, dumb stuff on their posts, and just mock them for the way they look, whatever content they post. And it does put a lot of people down. Now we've seen in a lot of scenarios and a lot of actions where people have resulted in committing uh, acts against themselves abuse themselves because they just feel so down and a lot of I've seen a story where a nine-year-old had to uh, unfortunately took his own life because a lot of people were making fun of uh, the way he looked or the shoes he had and he didn't have enough money and his, his, his parents were making ends meet and again those things are not in the control of a person but regardless whether or not that was in control of a person you should never ever make fun of someone online or offline and I do tip my hat off to the australian government for tackling this type of issue in australia and i do hope that the whole world does kind of accommodate the same rules now right here in the ua thankfully alhamdulillah we have rules and regulations against online you cannot post anything you cannot harm people you cannot send abusive content to anyone or you will be held accountable and the ua government will punish you so hats off to the ua government hats off to the australian government for making the internet even a safe place now I want to ask you guys, 4215, what do you think about this story? Do you think, again, I'm asking for the second time, do you think that anyone should post anything on the internet without any repercussions or punishment? If so, why? If not, also why? We're going to be taking a short break, ladies and gentlemen, but when we come back, we're talking about Apple. Uh, Not we're talking about Apple, we're talking about Xiaomi and how it's following in Apple's footsteps by removing their charger in their brand new flagship phone. This is Pulse95 of the day new tech you might want to play with False 95 Now ladies and gentlemen let's talk about Apple for a quick moment Now we do know that Apple is uh, a trend setter per se now back when uh, Apple decided to remove the headphone jack a lot of companies and a lot of uh, smartphone makers did a ridicule Apple on how they could remove the headphone jack but nowadays ladies and gentlemen most high end phones do not have a headphone jack and you have to use uh, either a, a third-party dongle to put into your phone or some Bluetooth headset. cell, ladies and gentlemen, Apple has once again made a new trend and that is removing the charger from the iPhone 12 lineup. And again, a lot of companies did ridicule Apple for doing what they've done. But now, following Apple's footsteps, Xiaomi has removed the Mi 11's charger from the retail box now on december 28th which is tomorrow xiaomi will unveil its new high-end smartphone the mi 11 it will be the first smartphone to carry the snapdragon 888 processor and ladies and gentlemen xiaomi has leaked its live images shows the front and the back appearance of the smartphone now these images also did reveal that the upcoming Mi 11 did was equipped with a triple rear camera setup in a square shaped hosting and an LED flash. Now ladies and gentlemen, it is expected that Xiaomi can adopt a different design of mobile phones and charger data cable, allowing users to require a charger and users not needing a charger. Now ladies and gentlemen, just like Apple, Xiaomi also removed the charger from the Mi 11 packing box. As per the recent leak, it does display two box packaging. Now one of them is the iPhone, which should be related to the recently launched iPhone 12 series. However. The second one is the Xiaomi 11. I'm looking at the leaked photos right now. Now, the tipster does suggest that the box of Xiaomi's 2021 flagship is as thin as the packaging of the phone. So the box may be null by an inbox adapter. Now, ladies and gentlemen, before I continue, I just want to say I hate the fact that they removed the charger. I mean, I had to pay. I got the iPhone 12 and I had to pay 70 dirhams extra and I bought a third party uh, a brick. I had to pay extra 70 drums for a charger, when this should kind of be my right. I'm buying a brand new phone. You don't buy a car without the windows, do you? No, you need them. So without with Apple removing it, and now we're seeing this, this dumb trend, I'm, I'm gonna say it's a dumb trend, that Xiaomi is doing the same. Now Apple's um, excuse uh, for removing the charger was for the environmental green economy, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But uh, obviously they're still producing these type of bricks and they're still selling it. So it doesn't really matter whether or not uh, they're trying to make to, 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 to lessen their carbon footprint. But again, we're seeing Xiaomi do the same, and I'm actually surprised. Uh, actually, I'm not surprised because it's just more money being injected into the revenue for at the end of the year. Because now a lot of people will buy the brand new phone, whether it's Apple or Xiaomi, and then buy the brick because they need to buy the brick to charge the phone. So I just, I just, I just don't know what's actually happening with the tech industry right now, but recently there has been reported that the Mi 11, which is the new flagship phone for Xiaomi, will achieve a new breakthrough in high-end screen. So let's look at the kind of goods coming out of Xiaomi. Now the smartphone is equipped with the top screen ever, which will be made by Xiaomi, and it can also be the most expensive screen in the industry. Now as per previous reports, Mi 11 will come with the support of computational photography as per, uh, it will come with a full screen resolution with a punch-hole design display. And always, just like I said, the first ever phone to use a Snapdragon 888 processor and an Android 11-based MIUI 12 and even much more. Now, this flagship phone will also come with a 108-108 megapixel sensor in the back of the phone along with a 13 megapixel ultra-wide camera and a 5 megapixel macro camera is also listed with 120 sorry 12 gigabytes of RAM, not 128 which would be the uppermost version in terms of memory configuration now 12 gb of RAM is a lot but again ladies and gentlemen i just say i just think about removing the charger is something weird i mean obviously it's not weird because they want to make money but it's something weird that a lot of companies are adapting now I want to know if I want. I'm thinking that soon, maybe we'll see Samsung adopting the same thing, maybe even Huawei. But I mean, I'm just not with the new trend right now. Okay, headphones, we'll let it slide. But chargers, come on, man. Four two one five, do the slot or on our Instagram at Paul's 95 Radio. I want to know your guys' thoughts. What do you guys think of removing chargers when you buy a phone that you have to go out and buy another charger? And we're talking about the brick, not the wire itself. It does come with the wire, but you need to buy the brick. Let me know your guys thoughts. I'm going to be taking a short break. But when I come back, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to be talking about Telegram. Now, Telegram is not that widespread or w- well-known right here in the UAE. And I do believe uh, most of them use it in Europe and Russia. But we, they do have a new feature. And I want to talk about that in a bit. Pulse 95. Pulse 95. Apps all around. What's worth a click and download. Ladies and gentlemen, we're talking about Telegram. Now, I personally don't use Telegram, but I know a number of people who do use it. Now, I want to know you guys uh, I want to know if you guys use Telegram. 4215 but the popular messaging app Telegram has added a number of attractive features on its new update, which does include a voice chat for groups, some more storage options, and even new animations and much more. Now, any Telegram group can now become a voice chat room that is always on. Now, voice chats can run in parallel to an existing text and media-based communication, which does add a live layer of talk to that group. And it can also be used as a virtual office space for teams and even informal lounges for any community. Now, the app did announce that in a tweet, uh, I believe a couple of days ago. Now, while voice chats are not group calls, again, voice chats are not group calls, they can achieve similar goals with flexibility. Now, in the groups where admins have created voice chat, thousands of participants can join the chat. However, admins can control the number of speakers with flexible admin tools. Now, another update is that users on Android devices can now move their Telegram app data from an internal storage to their SD card, along those with minimal storage, to save more media and files. The app has also added improved photo editing techniques sticker outlines and new animations for that user now with telegram ladies and gentlemen i i've downloaded i think during my university days whether for 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 group projects etc or when we wanted to get a big number of people into a group now i haven't used telegram for years now i'm talking about all the way back in 2014 2013 but uh i mean i do i do like that they are updating i mean voice chats right now are kind of like a thing of a past now everyone can send voice notes i mean it's even on instagram so i don't know why telegram is late to the party but if you do use telegram this is great news for you because obviously it is going to make your interaction a lot quicker and a lot easier because i know sometimes uh, you'll be texting something and you just can't get the point across so you do need to send a voice note or even call that person and telegram is kind of uh, giving you that or providing you with that accessibility but I personally don't use Telegram, but I think I'm going to download Telegram. I want to see who uses Telegram. But if you do use Telegram, 4215, let me know what you use it for. Because some people use it for gaming. Some people use it to meet other people, which I didn't know you could do that, by the way. But, uh, I mean, it's just, it's just for me. I, I, I think there's so many apps right now. What's up, Snapchat, Instagram. There's so many uh, platforms you could use to communicate with one another that uh, Telegram is late to the party when it does come with a voice chat. But, ladies and gentlemen, it is almost 3 p.m., and that means I need to jump in my spaceship and go all the way to space and leave room for the Dream Team Afternoon cutback with Aisha mazmi and Makael Ahti, who are going to give you everything you need to know in entertainment, uh, entertainment, uh, gaming, or anything that has to do with entertainment. But it is my time for today. I want you guys to stay safe. And do abide to the precautionary and preventive measures that the UAE government has provided with us. The pandemic is still ongoing and we need to be safe. Wash your hands and be safe. And I'll be here same time, same place tomorrow, only here on Pulse95. This is Pulse95. Tune in live every weekday from 2 p.m.